Hello and welcome to Generation Mix episode 5. This is the podcast where a dad reviews the CDs he's been making for his son for the last four years or so. I am the dad, I'm Neil. And I'm the son, I'm Joel. And it's appropriate that this is episode 5 as we'll be looking at a five-piece group. If you worked it out from the clue, there can be only one solution that it is the Spice Girls. Why did I ask for this one? So let's just kick off with a bit of the cultural relevance of the Spice Girls. So the Spice Girls kind of emerged in 1996 with their first single, which was called Wannabe, and they were, it's fair to say, a cultural phenomenon at the time. So there were five Spice Girls. There was Scary Spice, which was Mel B, Sporty Spice, Mel C, Ginger Spice, which was Jerry Halliwell, Posh Spice, Victoria Adams, now Victoria Beckham, and Baby Spice, which was Emma Bunton. Sir Joel asked for this CD. I will point out that that was three and a half years ago, and it was all predicated on the fact that he really liked our first track, which we're going to dive straight into now. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover, you have got to give. Taking is too easy, but that's the way it is. So here's a story from A to Z. You want to get with me? Well, now, now, I like Wannabe. Don't love it at all. You did? Don't really like it at all it's just okay <laughs> so you've gone from I don't love it I don't really like it so it's okay it's okay yeah oh right well and this is also a little by the fact that the video's really weird yeah if you do want to see the video look it up I've got a feeling this could actually be quite a quick episode now You'll have heard me say in previous editions that I've tried to avoid the hits. When it came to the Spice Girls, I couldn't. In fact, because I didn't really know much about the Spice Girls, or indeed, if I'm honest, care, um, (laughs) this compilation is of hit singles by the Spice Girls as a group, but also hit singles by the Spice Girls solo and our second track is a solo track that track was Lift Me Up by Jerry Halliwell. Joel? Boring. (laughs) Boring as... Yeah. Boring. Okay. Dry as ditch water. Okay. um, It was a number one hit. I mean, remember they were 
massive. They were huge. Most of the tracks Sorry, on here are a huge hits, if not number ones. There isn't much more to say than that. I mean, I'm not exactly a Jerry Halliwell or Spice Girls fan, so I can't expound about whether or not I think the track's particularly wonderful or not. That said, I really like the next track, which is Tintin Out featuring Emma Bunton, a.k.a. Baby Spice, and the track is called What I Am. But I sent some but, but I don't Joel. particularly like this one. I've got to admit, I said I really liked it. Actually, yeah. I found that a bit boring. I was it about to say it was dull as ditch water. It wasn't again. as good. It wasn't as good as I remember it being. Maybe I've heard someone else's it was version. Boring lift me up. Maybe I've heard someone else's version of it, and I like the song, the other version that I've heard. Maybe. I don't know. Well, our fourth track, I know I do like. Um, it has quite a lot of Motown influence in it, like the Supremes and the whole style of it. It was the first Spice Girls track that didn't make number one, which is a shame because I think it's one of the very best ones. Mm. Um, so the best thing we can do is just pause and listen. Stop. That was stop. I like this one. Good. So we are. But the start, it was just like nope, 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 and then it got into the chorus, and I was like, okay, I like the chorus. I think it's one of their very best singles, and it's just surprised that this one did not make number one, as everything else they'd released up to that point had. We're going to return to the solo career now of Emma Bunton. With the track What Took You So Long. Again, I quite like this one. I'd like to know what you think of it. What took you so long? What took you all night? What took you forever to see? I'm back. And now I treat you so good. I make you feel fine. You know I'll never give it up this time. No, no, no. This one also kind of bores me. That's a bit unfair. I think this is a bit more pep than... Definitely. Then lift me up, Hard. It kind kind of bores me. Oh, well. Like I say, I think this is going to be a fairly short episode, so maybe you've got a good Joel's Revenge lined up for me. Well, we're back to the Spice Girls themselves rather than their solo careers. Um, Unsurprisingly, as every track from the Spice Girls themselves will now be a number one, we've done their non-number one single. And this is Say You'll Be There. I'm giving you everything, all that joy. 
Go on. Um, kind of okay. Are you neutral? Not amazing. Yeah, kind of neutral. How, are you neutral in the way that you were talking about David Bowie songs being neutral? Yes. Oh, okay. I definitely think I prefer the neutral David Bowie ones. So that was their second single. That was their follow-up to Wannabe, which, of course, went to number one because I'm, not, I'm going to stop saying how often they get to number one unless it's one of their solo singles. And the next one is one of their solo singles, which did also get to number one. And we uh, now hear the, in my opinion, the best vocalist at the five, and that's Melanie C. That was Northern Star, the title track of her debut solo album. I was wrong. It wasn't a number one. That got to number four. She hadn't yet achieved a number one single by this point. It was her third single. We'll hear the other two a little bit later. Northern Star, Joel. I think I quite like that one. But okay. it's not. None of them on this CD are amazing, part one. Which, but it's not amazing. Which is the one that's amazing, or have we not heard it yet? We haven't heard it yet. What we're going to identify is this one that you think is amazing. Um, well, we'll go back again now to the Spice Girls as a band. This was the lead single from their second album. Wannabe might well be their signature song, but if they have a theme song, I think it's that one, Spice Up Your Life. Yeah, because it's about spice. Yeah. Yeah, I like this one. Again, it's not amazing. It's not terrible. I must admit, so far, I'm enjoying listening to this more than I was expecting to. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's understandable. I was like... Oh my gosh, I really don't want to do this before. Yeah, I wasn't looking forward to recording this one, but I'm enjoying some of the songs. They're not... I don't think anything on here is going to touch my top 100 or get anywhere near my top 500 songs. But there's plenty to enjoy. And music doesn't have to be perfect. It can be just fun. And I think... That's true. if, If we could sum up this CD, it's that actually the tracks on here are fun, mostly. Yes. I mean, there's a few soulful uh, or uh, ballady type songs, but many of them were, were just good, fun pop singles, and there's nothing at all wrong with that. Yeah. So let's crack on with the next one, which is Jerry Halliwell solo again, and it's Michiko Latino. Chico 
Okay, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good song. It's not amazing. So, there's okay. bits of Spanish feel in it, which well, reminds I, uh, me actually of Isla Bonita by Madonna. That's also got the same kind of feel to it. Um, Jerry Halliwell's mother apparently has a Spanish background. Um, and so it kind of makes a little bit of... It makes the song a little bit more interesting to know that, actually. Mm. Um, well, I like I've, I like the sound of the Sp- of Spanish language. Even oh, you're if, learning Even if language. I don't enjoy learning it. Well, that could change, couldn't it? It could change. Um, it's unlikely to change for the next year, because my teacher's quite boring. Um, yeah, she might listen to this. That's nice. Or he, I don't know. It's a she. Okay. Um... This was, again, a number one hit single. When you think about how many number ones they've had between them all, it's quite staggering, actually. We're at the halfway point, track ten. Now, Spice Girls, 1996, I was not interested. It was a phenomenon I didn't care less about, apart from maybe fancying a couple of them, perhaps. (laughs) But when I heard this song which was the Comet Relief single, it was the first time I took notice and thought, this song is great. And actually, this is probably going to be my highlight from the full 20 songs. And it's Who Do You Think You Are? say that because it's the only song on the, the CD I think is amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh. If any song I, on the CD you did say we'd get to your favourite I didn't know it was, was going to be this. Was going to be in my top 100, top 200 because I don't know enough songs to do a top 300, 500, 400. You probably do actually. If yeah, you listen to these CDs you'd know enough. Yeah but ones that I actually like. Like, there are a lot of songs in the, on these CDs I don't like. There are a lot of songs I do like, but probably the ones I don't like outweigh the, the ones I do like. Um, but this one is probably, on this CD, the closest to getting into one of my tops. I, I would agree. I'd, I'd place what this... What do you think? Uh... I, I, like the, I like the rhythm of the chorus, the trust it, use it, prove it, groom it, show me how good you are. It's a really great pop song. I mean, the, it's not to say that we haven't heard some good ones on this CD, but there's a great pop song. So we need to move to another solo track. So we're going back to Melanie C, who, in my view, I, was my favourite of the Spice Girls. I liked her vocals most. And that is I Turn To You, her number one single. Okay. 
but yeah. not, not massively, but I do like it. It's got a kind of Euro house feel to it. So I, 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 while we were listening to it, I kind of said that it reminds me of Euphoria by Lorene, which won the Eurovision Song Contest for Sweden. Well, let's go back to the band. This was the last Spice Girls single with all five members of the band. But when it was released, Jerry Halliwell had announced that she was leaving. So I remember seeing the video for this track, which is Viva Forever... And it actually, it's, it's a really melancholy song. It's a really melancholy video. In fact, personally, I think the video is creepy. That was Viva Forever, follow-up single to Stop, the one that didn't get to number one. This did, which is the wrong way around, because actually this is possibly the first track on here that I actively dislike. What about you? Um, I liked it. Oh, good. Well, the words kind of bored me, but I really like the blacking music. Just like, Ferdinand is not a great movie. Right, where's this going? But the score is amazing. Okay. The Spanish feel. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Of I know music where you're going now. Yeah. Is really nice. It just feels right. And you like that. And you, you like can tell style. in Spanish music when it's whether it's sad or happy. Like when Fer- Ferdinand is going into the ball ring, you can tell it's sad, and when he meets the girl that grows up to be his owner and best friend it's really happy music and you can re- but you can really tell, tell that from many film soundtracks why Why particularly the Spanish sounding it just you can sa- you can I just love this, how instrumental it is and it okay. it feels more emotionally I think you must like the sound of Spanish attached. guitar hmm. maybe that's true because you liked Michiko Latino didn't you so, maybe I found something. Having talked about Jerry Halliwell's departure from the Spice Girls, it's probably fitting that the next track we listened to was her debut solo single, and certainly the way that she lived her life and kind of presented herself at the time, this came across more as a statement of intent. But wasted, loose living... Tight fitting, what you see ain't what you are getting. Big makeup, little breakup. She wants it, he's got it. Cold blooded, hot gossip, superficial expectations. Look at me, you can take it all because this face is free. So that was Look at Me bit of a statement of intent it seems from Jerry Halliwell I don't get what you mean by that I know it's quite like she was a violent song no it's not violent it, it's that it's no, like in the, attention grabbing and that's 
certainly something she became known for while she was in the Spice Girls. So to then launched her solo career as she did with a track like that felt like it was obvious in a way. Actually, that was that she that she was posturing and posing. What I meant by violent is like slap you in the face, hard oh. hitting. Like you hear and you're like, whoa. Did you like it though? Because that's got a, that had a had a Cuban Latiny feel beat to it, like other things you said you liked. But I don't. I don't really know if I like it. Do you want to hear it again? No, thank you. Oh. Maybe that answers the question. You didn't want to hear it again. Back to the band, their third number one and their first Christmas number one, and it's to become one. What did you think they were? <laughs> okay, there is no denying that this is a song about consensual sex. Two become one. That's what it's talking about. There's even lines in there. Be a little bit wiser, baby. Put it on, put it on, which is referring to a condom. Joel's face is absolute picture. He's going to be 13. He needs to know some of these things. Do you feel embarrassed? Yes, he feels embarrassed. Okay, there, there's our highlight of the episode. So you know that people have been listening to this and they've said what their highlights were. And I've told you about the the yeah, yeah, yeah joke in, in Beatles that my yeah. friend picked up on, um, which I'd forgotten I'd made that joke. That's our, that's our highlight point there, is you being embarrassed about the fact that the song is about getting jiggy. Oh. <laughs> ah, let's I tell you what, after that, there is no question that you would I can't never... I see that being a Christmas number one. Well, they were huge, and they released it at Christmas. But after that, I think it's safe to say he'd never be the same again. That was Melanie C featuring Lisa Left Eye Lopez from TLC. And it was Never Be the Same Again. Did you like my segue in terms of how I got into the song? From... Um, yes and no. Um... Oh. <laughs> what do you think of it, Joel? Yeah, I, like, I really like the chorus. I think I've liked the chorus for a while now. Um, but I don't yeah. like the verses. The verses, the verses are dead boring. It's not my... I don't particularly like it. I was going to say it's not my favourite, but it's, I don't particularly like the song. It was her first number one single, so she'd already had three singles by this point, and um, this kind of almost felt like it came out of nowhere, but I suppose she'd got the muscle of uh, a hot hit maker at the time, of Lisa Left Eye, um, and it just climbed the chart. I mean, it was the fourth... Uh, no, it was the third single released from the Northern Star album, so it, it was... 
kind of weird back then that mm. debut single from an album wasn't the one that got to number one but no I don't particularly like it and it's going to go from boring to in my opinion downright awful on the next one This was the double A side with Who Do You Think You Are? Now, which song do you think was better? Well, we know, because we both like Who Do You Think You Are, and we both dislike Mama. <laughs> this is Who a... Do You Think You Are is the best song on the yeah. CD. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure that's the worst. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a B-side, but to all intents and purposes, it's a B-side. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, it, I don't like it. I never have. Thankfully, the next track isn't actually by the Spice Girls. It's by Brian Adams. When You're Gone by Brian Adams featuring Mel C. Mm, it's okay. I really like that. I like Brian Adams anyway. Reckless is one of my top albums from 1984. This came an awful lot later, but I, I like Brian Adams generally anyway. So I feel like I know other Brian Adams songs that weren't already. You do know other Brian Adams songs. Like Run To You, and I think you possibly know Heaven. You certainly know The Summer of 69. Summer of '69. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got my first real six string. Bought it at the five and nine. Maybe I'll do you a daddy's introduction to Brian Adams because I really quite like him. And Reckless is just a great album. However, we're talking about Spice Girls, not Brian Adams. So, in that context, what do you think? In this context of this whole CD. Barely hear her. You can hear her the whole time. You can hear there's a girl behind her. They're it. both singing at the same time, and the harmony on it is great. But you can barely hear that it's, that it's girls. No, you can hear it's Mel C. You can dis- she's got a very distinctive singing voice. Mm-hmm. Their second Christmas number one was just too much. Of 
Your jokes are getting cornier by the second. I'm a dad. I make dad jokes. What's the problem? Okay, I quite like that one. I like to. I've heard it before. It's got a great video. So they're kind of recreating scenes from iconic spy movies, particularly Bond films, in the video. And it really is very, very good. And, of course, Sporty Spice, Melanie C, ends up kind of roundhousing and kicking someone in the head in it, I think. Penultimate track. And we're returning to the solo career of Melanie C. Her second single, her first solo, proper full-on solo single, got to number two. I bought this on cassette single when it came out. And she got savaged as well. I saw her live at the 99 Festival where she was trying to launch her solo career and was getting all kinds of abuse and I still like this song it's very unlike anything else on this CD and it's going down Joel just asked me, is the song about the abuse that she was getting? No. The abuse that she got was partly because of the song. Because people thought she was trying to affect a punk aesthetic that she hadn't, in their view, earned. I mean, the B-side of this, if I remember rightly, was a cover version of the Sex Pistols' Anarchy in the UK. What do you think of going down it is like unlike anything else on there isn't it yes but it's okay it's more of a rock type song I think she was trying to be a bit punk so there's nothing wrong with that no there isn't anything wrong with that and she was actually a pretty decent live act when I saw her we're going to finish now with the most appropriate song to finish a CD of the Spice Girls on which is called Goodbye you can't help when you hear it thinking that it is a reference to Jerry Halliwell from the other members of the Spice Girls. I don't know whether or not it's true, but let's hear a bit of it. Yeah, I thought the melody seemed remarkably similar to Mama as well, Mm. which I didn't like then. I don't like Goodbye much. The girls apparently insisted it wasn't about Jerry Halliwell leaving, but I don't think you can hear it any other way. Mm. The fact that it was their first single after she left. Title-wise, it's the right way to end the CD, but in terms of an experience, it leaves you a bit flat, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. So that was the introduction to the Spice Girls I, it was a hard one for me to compile and I must admit it wasn't a great listen but there's some, there are some good tracks on do you think? Yes definitely What do you think of the whole CD? The whole CD is okay not great, not terrible okay 
So, at the moment, bearing in mind we've done five of these, we've done Beatles, Mike Oldfield, Bowie, Erasure, and now the Spice Girls. Where does it rank? Fourth. Gosh, what do you rank as lower than the Spice Girls on that? Erasure. Really? And yet, when we... Maybe you should listen back to our podcast in Erasure because you picked out five or six songs that you said you really liked on the Erasure one. So there are four or five songs I really like on the Spice Girls. Oh gosh, I'm I am I'm surprised. I was expecting you to say number five out of that. Maybe it is five. I don't know. Do you care? Not really. Do you think the listeners care? Probably. Yeah, some of them might. We had quite a lot of comments on the Erasure one. Also, I forgot. I forgot to say it. No haters. <laughs> Unless, of course, you hate the Spice Girls. In yeah. Anyway, you know what's coming. Yay, Charles Revenge. What do you have for me today? by Jonas Blue and Jack and Jack mm-hmm. I like this song but what do you do you think congratulations Joel mm-hmm. you've managed to find a song that I like less than We Are Young from our third podcast We Are Young We Are Young Life Is Fun oh, that's not the name of it but okay like I like that less. It, this is uh, so far on our first five podcasts. This is the Nadir of the Dirt Joel's Revenge. This feels is it like because a, it sounds like it should swear but doesn't. I don't like that. You're quite right, but I like electronic music. I, I can I can appreciate some electronic music, but I really didn't like that. Um, Okay, that is understandable. There was repetitive. I mean, you, you described She Loves You as a tiny bit repetitive. Yeah. That's repetitive. Mm. I, I disliked that. There's also a kind of Liam Payne sound to it. From One Direction? Yes, because when he went on his solo career, he did many, uh, quite a lot of songs, one of which sounds like quite similar to that song, Familiar. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, feeling familiar. What's on your mind? So are you saying that's derivative of that? Or Slightly, which, which, yes. which one came first, them or Liam Payne? I think it was it was Liam Payne. Oh. But well, I much prefer that that as a song. I wouldn't be rushing out to listen to Jonas yeah. Blue. Because, yeah, Familiar has got some... It, it, it It's appropriate enough that for a CD that won't be one of your favourites that you made me listen to a song that I really didn't like. Mm. I dread to think what you're going to do when there's a CD that you really dislike and what you're going to do to me, because that wasn't good. Sorry. There's a song I'm looking forward to giving to you that I... that when Are you, you said, saving that one for... No. I think I'll actually quite like it. I'm not saving it for that one. Well, I, I only like remembered... CD number 19. I only remembered it existed when you said We Are, we are Young. Okay. 
because well, that's not the name of the song. It was Life is Fun, in case you didn't listen to that episode. And Life is it's Fun is a great meme song. I think I've worked out what I'm giving you on episode 19. There was a very disconcerting look on his face then. <laughs> Whilst none of you know what episode 19 is going to be, I do, and I know it's one that he claims <laughs> not to like. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to giving you this one. <laughs> well, that concludes episode five of Generation Mix the Spice Girls. And I'm not looking forward to episode nine. I am really looking forward to episode 19. Apart We're, from the Jaws Revenge bit. So we are growing a bit of an audience. Uh, we had quite a bit of an upswing on the Erasure episode. We may get another upswing on Spice Girls. Please, the best thing you can do for us as a podcast is share this with other people. If you've enjoyed it, tell other people on social media or in actual face-to-face, if you're allowed to because of COVID, about the podcast. We would love to get more listeners. Um, we'd love to have some interaction. We now have a Facebook page all of our own. So if you search on Facebook for Generation Mix, you'll find us. Thank you so much for listening. Listen out for our musical clue at the end. On our Facebook page as well, if you're interested in potentially being a guest on Generation Mix, and for certain episodes I'm going to need somebody on my side, then we would love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening. This is Generation Mix signing off. Bye! Bye!